Hello, 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 and welcome to Letters from the Pen. I am your host, R&B singer Nakia. And I'm your co-hostie. And we have a very great show for you guys tonight. We have special guest singer Eyes from San Francisco, from the, the San Francisco, is it the San Fernando Bay or the South Bay? San Francisco Bay. There we go. The San Francisco Bay. Got tongue-tied there. Um, so we're going to be talking to her a bit. Um, we're going to talk about her songs, her new single that's out, and what she's doing. But before we get into all of that, of course, we are going to shout out our sponsors that make Letters from the Pen possible. OG2 Entertainment. Sorry, guys. I'm a little distracted because I'm out and about moving around from Mother's Day. And there's a lot happening, but I'm, let me focus. Okay, so... OG2 Entertainment, JRC Cleanup, where no job is too big or too small. Royal Eyes TV, shout out to them. You can catch Letters from the Pen, of course, every Sunday on iFame and Humag TV over on Roku. LHS Home Care, shout out to them for all your home care needs in the New York and Tri-State area. So before we get into having this great conversation with our girl Eyes, of course, we are going to read our letter of the day. So, Eyes, it's your first time being here on the show with us. So, I'm going to explain to you a little bit about what our letter is. So, every show we do a letter. Um, someone writes in for advice. And we kind of dissect the letter. We give our advice and we give our opinion. And we allow our guests to give their opinion on the letter as well. So, with that being said, D, take our letter away. Okay. So it says, I am a 29-year-old female. My mother kicked me out of her house at 17 because I got pregnant. My son, father, parents took us in. I look at my boyfriend parents as my own, but there is one thing that is hurting me. And I don't know what to do. I'm sleeping with my boyfriend's dad. It's been going on for five years now. My boyfriend doesn't know, and I don't know how to tell him. His mom always stares at me funny, like she knows what's going on, but not too sure if it's really happening. I am pregnant with baby number two, and I don't know if it's his or his dad. Please help. Okay, wait, I have to take a breath for a minute. Let me get this straight. Let me make sure I heard this right. So did she say she's pregnant by her boyfriend's dad? No, she says, hey, she's 29 years old. Her parents kicked her out at 17 because she was pregnant. So she moved in with her boyfriend's parents and her boyfriend at 17. For five years now, she's been sleeping with the father. She says the mom stares at her funny because she looks at her as if she thinks something's going on, but not too sure. But she's pregnant now at 29 with baby number two, but she doesn't know if it's the boyfriend's or the dad's. Okay, that's what I, that's what I thought you said. Okay, okay. I, I need a moment to take that in. So, Eyes, we're going to let you respond to that, to that letter first. Me? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how I'm sounding. <laughs> uh, well... She should definitely keep sending her story to radio stations and talk shows and make some money off of the situation and go on Maury. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. No, I like how you think. 
Okay, D, what's your take on this? First of all, them people took you in when you were 17. They treat you like one, one of theirs. You get what I'm saying? You have their first grandbaby. Uh, well, I don't know if it's the first, but you know, you have their grandbaby. You could have said no to the father. You could have talked to the boyfriend. You could have did all these different things. Like, I don't feel comfortable. Maybe we need to grind harder, get our own place because your father's coming on to me. No, you decided to, you know, drop down and get your ego on. Okay? And dropping down, getting your ego on. Now you're pregnant with baby number two. You don't know if it's the dads or the sons. I mean, I guess when you take the DNA test, they both their DNA up and I don't know. You feel me? I don't know. Might come back. Both they did. Both of them the daddy. I's the pappy. But who knows? Um, yeah, this is not something that should have happened. You know, I, I, at some point, you're going to have to tell them. At some point. So, I think um, that, first of all, his father should be ashamed of himself because he was praying on a 17-year-old girl. That's number one. And number two, but he, I believe he waited because he moved in when she was 17. She's 29 now, and she started sleeping with the father now for five years. So she, he waited till she was like 24, 23, maybe. But still, she, she, that, that's, a, that's a young girl. He has way more experience in life than she does. And on top of that, that's his son's girlfriend. So, what, like, sir, where's your wife? Like, what, what, where's your wife when all of this is happening and going on? Like, what's happening here? Maybe in the other room. So, anyway, I think yeah. she definitely, she, I think she definitely does need to get a DNA test, but she definitely needs to distance herself from this whole situation because if she doesn't, it, it's, it's, it's just gonna be bad. Okay, so your your parents kicked you out, but they treat you like one of theirs. Now, when they kicked you out, where are you going? You've been living with them since you were 17. Well, I'm sure there's obviously, like, just looking at this situation, there's a reason why they kicked her out. So, I don't know. It's crazy. If anybody wants to call in, comment on the letter, 888-627-6008. We're here for the shit today. Um, so, oh. <laughs> real quick. We're going to get into one of I's song, and then when we come back, we're going to get into some questions and find out what she's Miss Eyes is all about. So right now, we're going to play Still a Rainbow by Eyes. Stay Ooh. tuned. Yes. It's been too long. I'm ready. I'm going to get it. You thought I was gone since you thought I lost You couldn't change me, I'm still the same me You blew the house down but I'm still
All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Letters from the Pen. I'm your host, R&B singer Nakia. And I'm your co-host, D. And that was Still a Rainbow by our girl, our, well, I don't know if it's R&B, but pop, pop singer, yeah, pop singer Eyes. So how you doing, Miss Eyes? Great, great, great. I'm, I'm wonderful. Go be steady. No, I'm Good. more excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us from the pen today about you know, your music and your career and what you got going on. So introduce yourself to the audience for those who don't know who you are or they're not familiar with your music. Okay, so my name is Eyes. I'm a singer pianist. I write and um sing my own music uh i i sing and play so most of the time when you hear the piano it's me um so yeah that's what i do um i've been re- recording music for a while i've been singing since i was little since i was a toddler so yeah that's what i do so what was the inspiration behind your song still a rainbow you know, um, I wrote that song because I had an argument at the studio and I had um, a beat going and the song actually just came out. I didn't know it was going to be called Still a Rainbow, but I was thinking of stuff that had to do with rainbows, but I didn't know it was because I was getting ready to write stuff with the metaphor Still a Rainbow in it. And so, yeah. Uh, I was just thinking of like, sometimes we go through the storms and sometimes we, um, we get blown away, but at the end of the day, all it did was make me a rainbow and I'm still here. (laughs) So you, let me get this straight. So you produced that whole song. Yes. Well, I have a beatboxer in the song. So as far as the beat is concerned. He did do the beatboxing. The part that I picked out was him going tag tag because I love playing The Sims. And I was like, oh, because we was, had just talked about The Sims and how much I love The Sims, The Sims 2 specifically. And he's like, tag tag, tag tag. So like, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're using that. So he did the beatboxing and I did the piano, the vocals, the lyrics and the violins, all that other stuff in the background. And there's other parts of the profession as well that I added to the beatboxing. So when did you start playing instruments and singing? And when did you realize that that was your passion? Oh, you know what? So I grew up in a musical family. So there was always instruments around, particularly the piano. Um, I started taking lessons when I was very young. Um, Since before I can remember, actually, because my mom was first piano teacher but I don't remember that <laughs> but I do remember my my probably my second and third piano teachers one was a jazz pianist from Oakland I used to call him like Mr. Smellgood because <laughs> he always was wearing cologne and he had on these nice button shirts and he played a, a trumpet too and then I had uh, Pamela Camatani one of my piano instructors who I still talk to um And Fiori's music, I took lessons at Fiori's as well as a flute. So, like, just growing up, um, you know, uh, the piano was always, I was always taking piano lessons, as well as a couple other instruments. 
and there was always instruments inside the house. So I'm very happy that I was able to have that growing up. So how has the COVID affected your, your ability to like perform and to do your craft? It's had a very positive effect on my career because like I said, I've been, you know, performing since I was three and, or, and, and, and you know, a lot of times people, um, they're a little bit too hard on artists. They think it's because they don't see stuff like the pretty concert on live television. And they're not trying to do that. You know, I've worked really hard since I was a toddler and, you know, I'm still working hard. But it's kind of easier. Like, I feel like we all deserve a break. So allow this pandemic to let you rest your soul, you know, because I've done a couple of shows, but I I'm not too ecstatic about going outside to get sick. You know what I mean? So I appreciate the rest. So do you have any upcoming shows like online or anything that any that people can buy tickets to go see? Um, I do have a show coming up in on August 7th, um, but the show is not uh, for selling tickets. It's free. You just have to contact me on Instagram and let me know that you want to come if you're one of my fans. It's a red carpet event. Um, yeah, and I do have um, some other shows, but I can't really remember them specifically. Um, so I don't want to just say, yeah, I'm doing something and I can't remember what it is. <laughs> but the show on August 7th, it is at a private location. It's a um, red carpet event, like I said. And if you would like to come and you're going to be in Oakland, California, just hit me up in the DMs at Miss Eyes. Say, hey, can I come? So there's going to be other performers there, pictures. Um, snacks. Everybody has to social distance, of course, and there's only a limited number of people. So if you let me know, I can put you down as my guest. So what inspires the music that you write? Like, where does it come from? Like, is it something that you're going through in your personal life? Is it like things that you just see? Like when you write your music, where is it actually coming from? Yeah, so normally when I write, it does come from literally my soul, like in my experiences in life. Um, normally the songs that I release, like Still a Rainbow, are like that. It just comes out naturally, and I am singing about myself and what, my life. Um, I, I have experimented with the observational um, aspect of songwriting, and... Um, those songs are not released or finished or anything like that. I do do other writing styles. And I also feel like those other writing styles are not me. So I was hired to write songs for other artists before. And it was more fun because I'm really playing with words. I'm, you know, being a little bit more cool. I don't get to have too much of that kind of fun when I write my own songs because it wasn't meant to be. Um, but I do have one song where it's just more me being funny. But, you know, that's just, um, I have to be conscious and aware of what I was put here to do with my music, you know? So I, I do understand other writing styles and I like those writing styles. And I like to listen to songs like that that are observational or you know, fictional, but you know, my, my stuff is, it comes from the heart like that. 
That's really dramatic. <laughs> so what genre of music do you consider, you know, your, yourself? Well, you yourself? were right. You said pop. <laughs> That's exactly okay. what I okay. do. <laughs> okay. Why it's so funny to me. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's R and B, but that's <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I'm a pop. I know I'm a pop singer, and I'm so happy. Like I always gotta shout him out every time I do something. Demi Merchant, first boy band member, uh, Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers. He is my mentor and my friend, and it's just so awesome how you can grow up loving an artist. And one day meet them and actually be their friend. So it's so cool. Shout out to Jimmy Merchant. <laughs> nice. So do you think that him being your mentor has any influence on how your music is created? You know, he's like more of an affirmation of it. You know, because he's more like, yeah, you got it. You know, and, and when we were talking about experimenting with different styles, that's something that I I would like to do with Jimmy Merchant, um, experiment with different writing styles. Because I, like I said, I can do other things. It's just when I write and it comes from my heart and all that, you know, I can't really change the style of writing then. But I would like to experiment with him. But he more so just encourages what I do and he likes what I do and he's he's honest about what he likes like if somebody doesn't sound good he'll say well you know that's good that you like them I don't like them like he might say something like that so yeah he just reaffirms the things that I do correctly so what do you enjoy more do you enjoy you know singing and writing for yourself or do you enjoy writing for others myself myself but it's when it comes to writing for others that's like more fun and I get to like be less serious because there are times you know you write songs and it's like really traumatic you know like and it's like just like for example like there was a company interested in my music because they wanted to use it in a murderer scene <laughs> like one of my songs and I was like oh that's great cool but it's like at the same time, sometimes my songs, they get a little traumatic. So, you know, because it's like, you know, that particular song, I'm like, it's it's kind of sad and like depressing. So, you know, I get that because the songs are real life and my real life just wasn't a field full of daisies. So, <laughs> you know, it's just that I like the way I write. I just, it's just writing for other people is more fun fun because it's not really me and I get to pretend so you know being in the music industry there are times where people um expect you to look a certain way like you know all these what do you want to call it? like love and hip-hop looks and stuff like that have you ever been denied a, a a show or turned down for something because they didn't like your look like I don't like how your hair looks I don't I don't you're not light enough or you're not dark enough or this is not for you like has that ever happened to you if anything like that has happened I was not aware of it there was only like two times somebody mentioned anything like that. But those two times, the first time it was more of a mind game because I, I had a manager 
who just wanted uh he was trying to get things more rigorous and um so i think that he was just being really rude during my performance just to like you know kind of see what was what would how i would react to it and um the second time that was just like somebody was mad at me and so they started calling me names um so i don't really count that but the only time that i can remember was the time where my former manager he was like like he was watching me perform like oh my god like he was just being really really rude but like i said if i i know it was a mind game then but i wasn't ex- i still wasn't expecting right so and he kind of insulted me a little bit after my, my performance and like i said he's one of those managers that does that all managers don't act like that you know but he was he was like oh well we'll see we'll see but at the end of the day, he actually really was a good manager, and I did not sign a contract with him, but he still helped me anyway with my career. Everything did not go the way I wanted it to, but that that just happens sometimes. You can sign a contract or not sign a contract. Things You never know how things will turn out. So, um, yeah, and, and I think, I don't, and if that does happen to anybody in the industry, don't let that fool you. Because just like how uh, he was trying to get inside of my mind, things that happened later, they did affect my mind in that way. So don't allow those tests or those uh, circumstances to really uh, destroy your mind like that. Because every once in a while, you might think that, but nobody ever said that. So you don't really know it's true, you know? So let's get into some of your, your new projects. So I know you have like a new single called Go For It. Yes. Um, what was the inspiration behind that song? Okay, so at that time, I was, I was, um, I wrote this song. Um, I was at Bench and Bar in Oakland, California, and it was uh, RuPaul's Mondays, I guess, and Miss Anita Fix, a famous drag queen in the Bay Area. Before she performed, she says, somebody's going to get a message tonight. And she, of course, lip synced a, a gospel song. I cannot tell you the name of the song. But while she was performing, she walked up to me. She was pointing at me like, you, you, I'm talking to you. Like, yes, you. She didn't care about me handing her no tip or nothing. And I started getting chills. I was like, I have to, because what she didn't know is like, the, a few days before I had just signed with an agent and the message that I got from that performance was I want to go to LA and meet up with my agent. I need a new song. So as soon as I got to the house, I wrote that song immediately, go for it. And um, it was just be, because like I was getting ready to go to LA and, you know, I, I couldn't go with the same old songs that I had been singing. Um, so it, that's how that started. And then once I started writing it, it was more, it became more of an inspirational song. That's great. That's yeah. great. So do you have any albums coming out or anything like that? <laughs> I wish, I wish. Uh, no albums coming out. Um, like I said, I have the performance on August 7th. And um, I... 
I am working on other smaller projects with other artists, but I I want to you know keep a little a little quiet for now because I don't want to talk about it and the project isn't finished yet. If it was closer to being done, then I would tell everybody who the artist is. But I want to wait at, at least until we get the song mixed and then I'll talk about it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get off into your no, new single. So this is Go For It by Eyes right here on Letters from the Pen.
All right. Go for it. Yes. Great song. So what are your plans for the future? My plans for the future. Um, you know, I, I know that there's a shutdown, but, um, uh, last year, you know, I did a meet and greet tour. I would like to do something similar again, of course, um, in a safe way, preferably outdoor, of course, no touching and hugging and kissing. I gotta do my fans before the shutdown. And I probably shouldn't have said kissing. I mean, like, on the, on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> but I was so, I really enjoyed that. I had never done a meet and greet tour. So just like an outdoor meet and greet, you know, um, I just, you know, I just love doing that. And I would like to do something like that in the future. <laughs> So what artists are out today that you would like to collab with? Okay, so there's this artist. Musically, I want to collaborate. I don't pronounce his name correctly, but I'm going to try. It's called, his name is Masaggio or Messaggio or something like that. I think it's Masaggio. He has a song called Ted Out from a few years ago and um, another song called uh, Navajo. So um, I would like, he has a new song out right now too. I would probably like to work with him because of his talent skills musically. Um, yeah, and he plays uh, saxophone. He can sing, produce, write, all that stuff. But I like um, his, his art, like his musicality. So I would I would want to work with him either uh, for music production or him playing the saxophone. Cool. So if somebody wanted to reach out to you to kind of collab with you, work with you, how would they get in touch with you? Because I know you mentioned you had a manager. Uh, I did have a manager. Um, so the best place to contact me would be... Um, through my Instagram, because I'm so active on there, at Miss Eyes, M-S-E-Y-E-Z. I have a um, backup account, which is Eyes Pop Music. Um, I also, um, I have other social media accounts on my Instagram. is my link tree to my websites, my other social media platforms like TikTok, um, Bandcamp, YouTube, um, those other types of sites like that. So Linktree dot com backslash miss eyes so then that way you can have everything even buy links to my music okay and tell everybody where they can actually buy your music download it at stream it at you can download my music off amazon uh you can buy off bandcamp bandcamp.com backslash eyes pop music um, you can buy it off of iTunes. Well, I don't think iTunes sells music anymore, but you can stream it on Spotify. Um, you know, I, I, I would say Amazon because that's the most popular way to buy music that I know of. Uh, but it, my songs have been sent to all online retailers. So you can get it pretty much anywhere music is sold. Okay. So here's another big question for you. What's your plans for Mother's Day? Well, um, uh, probably like pancakes 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm a little, I I'm a, was a little confused when Mother's Day, Mother's Day was, but yeah. So I was, I was a little confused. I kind of thought it was today, but I'm not sure. I thought it was Sunday. <laughs> it is Sunday. Okay. See. Okay. So, <laughs> I have more time. Did you get your mom anything special? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I was thinking about pancakes. So. <laughs> <They're> like... <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I've been so busy that I was like, ah, Mother's Day Sunday. Now I have to run like a chicken with my head cut off tomorrow to find my mom. <laughs> and I hope she's not listening to the show because yeah. yeah, because you know, I asked her to babysit my um <laughs> my my son today. Um but I that's why I said I hope she's not listening to the show to know that I forgot because then she's probably gonna tell me like, come get your baby. <laughs> <laughs> well it's just um pancakes is really cool you know because my mom even though she doesn't like pancakes she secretly does so yeah <laughs> shame on the both of you guys no i didn't forget mother's day was sunday i just haven't i i haven't been able to go out and i've Every time I go online to look for something, it's like, eh, no, I need to see it. I need to see it. So tomorrow I'm going to try. And then not only that, I'm getting ready to go to take the kids to Disney. And we're leaving on Wednesday for Disney. And I'm like, right, let, let, let's stay focused here. Mother's Day is Sunday, not Wednesday. <laughs> I know. That's not the subject. But then I'm like, oh, I'm doing all of this, but I still have to get my mom a gift. And then on top of that, I thought today was the 6th, not the 7th. And I'm like, yeah, but isn't my brother-in-law's birthday on the 8th? And, you know, they're telling me like, yeah, it's tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, now I have to go find him a gift too. So I hope he's not listening to the show neither. Because this year, I'm just the worst. Usually, I'm last minute people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is not my year. This is just not my year. Well, I'll give you some, I'll give everybody, I'll give you some Mother's Day tips, right? So you could do flowers, but eh, they're kind of boring. They kind of say like, oh, I went to 7-Eleven at the last minute and got you a bouquet of flowers. (laughs) So let's not do that. Um, I mean, we could do maybe some chocolate covered strawberries. Um, I think mothers like candles, but Yankee candles, not like the cheap you know, 99 cent candles, you know, for anyone listening, just in case you think you're going to run to the dollar store and buy candles. Uh, hey, those can... Dollar Tree candles count. All you have to do is carve Yankee on the side of them. No, <laughs> no, no. You can do jewelry. Mothers love diamonds. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Um, you want to get really creative, you can make your mother a mask for COVID-19 that maybe has her name on it and, you know, some sparkles because sparkles makes everything better. Um, I would say you could give her, you know, a gift certificate to get a massage, but with COVID going on, I don't think anybody wants Respucia or one of the little Chinese people giving them a massage right now. 
um, social distancing. Um, I'm saying give him a rain check on that. I give my mom a mask. It's going to have my face on it. Represent (laughs) your baby. Represent your baby. (laughs) I don't think your mom wants to walk around with your face on her face. Okay. Yeah. she She could say, this is my youngest. This is my baby. That's just creepy, okay? Creepy. <laughs> Nobody do that. That's not a good gift. Not a good gift. Or you could buy your mom a car or a house. Yeah, I would love to buy my mom a car or a house. You know, I, I, you know, <laughs> I'll go for it. <laughs> you know that you go for it. Go for it. Perfect. That's a perfect song for that. Go for it. <laughs> I'm gonna, so now, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go for it once my stocks go higher. Yeah, <laughs> your stocks will go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so of course we're kind of winding down, but before we get out of here and close out the show and all that good stuff, are you? Would you like to grace us with some of your piano playing and a song live? Yes, uh, I'm me. You, because um, <laughs> I I'm not in front of my piano, but um, let's see what is a good song I can sing to keep the positive mood going. Because <laughs> uh, uh, do something, do something for the mothers. It's a present for for Mother's Day for all the mothers that are listening. I am dedicated to loving you. I love you, love you. That's why I dedicate this one to you. Dedicated. Mm. That was nice. Thank you. That was really nice for all the mothers out there that are listening. And I know there's a lot of you listening. We have a lot of women listeners. So make sure as a mother, you guys are taking care of yourself. Self-care is like everything. Uh, Mothers do so much for everyone else. We make the world go around and we never stop to think about ourselves or, you know, take time for ourselves. So make sure on Sunday for all the mothers, take that little special time out for yourself and self-care. Give your kids to the husband, lock yourself in the bathroom, (laughs) light some candles, and take some time for yourself. Dee, you have anything for the mothers? Yeah, I'm going to go to sleep in the laundry room because I know my kids are not going to find me there only because they don't like to wash their clothes. They want want me to wash it for them. So I'm going to just lock myself in the laundry room because I know they're not going to come put nothing in the washer or dryer and go to sleep. I just need that little bit. Oh, no. <laughs> well, turn the dryer on and sleep on the dryer because that gets warm. Yeah. Especially especially my daughter. I have to hide from her. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what your daughter gives you for Mother's Day. Mm. And then on the next show, you can share with us what she yeah. made for you or picked for you. because That's what kids like to do. I just hope she doesn't give me a bill. Oh, no. <laughs> if my kids are listening, one of them is 14, the other one will be two. If you guys are listening to mommy right now, do 
do not give me a bill or don't give me an idea of something you want. I love you guys. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for being here with us. We're definitely going to put your music. Me. You're welcome. We're definitely going to put your music in a rotation and we're going to direct people to it and we're going to push it and we're going to do a big push for go for it. And we will have you back on the show soon. Nice. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So, of course, we're going to shout out our sponsors again that make Letters from the Pin possible because I kind of fumbled it at the beginning of the show because I was focused on something else and laughing. Kryptonitation 420 Clothing. Amazing clothing line. You can go to our website, www.lettersfromthepin.com and click on that link to get some of that amazing, amazing style and clothing. JRC cleanup, no job is too big or too small. Photography got next for all of your photography needs. LHS home care for home care for your loved ones in the tri-state and New York area. Of course, catch letters from the pen every Sunday over on Roku TV on Humag and iFame TV. And make sure you stay tuned every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every other Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on BBS Radio from Letters from the Pen. You can also catch us over on iHeartRadio live. You can catch us on Spotify, on the Apple link, and search all of our shows and check out all that good stuff. So we will see you guys right back here on Friday night. Thank you for joining us.